Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome, everybody, to the Lakers Legacy Podcast, where how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck Christian wood? Morning wood for Christian wood, everybody. Oh my God. <laughs> we got him. I'm your host, Jonathan Hernandez, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tommy Alexander. And yeah, Tommy, Christian wood... We've finally got another one of those, you know, high flyer upside swings of a guy on his bet on yourself deal, a bet on yourself minimum deal. But yeah, now that we have him, Tommy, what are your thoughts on the Lakers acquiring the Vampire Slayer? Uh, I call him the Vampire Slayer because Christian Wood is the cross. Get it? It's a a wood that's the Christian Wood. So Vampire Slayer. Anyways, yeah. What are your thoughts on getting Christian Wood as the 14th man on this roster? Definitely one of the most talented 14th men that the Lakers have ever signed. But in a lot of ways, it kind of mirrors the Lakers signing Thomas Bryant last year to a veteran minimum. Although the reason why Thomas Bryant was a veteran minimum guy was because he was coming off of like one or two years of injury whereas Christian Wood is coming off a 16-7 and year. The reason why Christian Wood is a minimum guy is due to a variety of reasons, including maybe some locker room issues with the Dallas Mavericks, not getting along with assistant Jared Dudley, and the main factor being the Mavericks kind of just needed more of a rim protector, and Christian Wood wasn't that. And so by the second half of that season... Christian Wood was playing off the bench as more of a, I kind of like Thomas Bryant towards the end of his stint with us last year, kind of as a scorer and spacer from the power forward slash center position. But given that he's going to be the 14th guy on this Lakers squad, yeah, obviously there are some concerns with acquiring a guy like Christian Wood, but at the veteran minimum, at the veteran minimum spot, at the 14th roster spot for the Lakers, it's something that I think the Lakers can sort of gamble with for a little bit. But yeah, your thoughts on Christian Wood. I think for the veteran minimum, it's just like such a no, like it's a no brainer to me. I, I understand the, you know, at, apparently he has had some attitude issues and, and people are concerned about the locker room issues. I mean, he was with Houston, which is where he got this big contract, right? Um, then he was with Dallas Neither of those teams were like, you know, 
hugely, I don't, I don't know, you know, it's not like, yeah, Houston was obviously rebuilding and it was just like a zoo over there. Um, Dallas has Luca and they were theoretically, you know, contending for a playoff spot for most of the year, but it's a, it was a young roster and, you know, your team leader is like a 23 year old or however Luca is, you know, he's a great player, but that's your leader. It, to me, again, it's like having this like system here with like this no nonsense, like kind of system with LeBron and sort of the aura that he carries, you know, everywhere he goes, um, playing with AD, playing with other young, hungry guys like Jackson Hayes and Cam Reddish, who are also kind of looking for their opportunity. I think all of those things are sort of like, to me, hedging a little bit, like, and and sort of making me feel like a little bit more comfortable that maybe Wood actually can handle this. Um, I think like, you know, the thing I've really appreciated about the way that the front office has approached free agency is they have not it doesn't seem like they've looked to like duplicate skills in prior years it felt like we'd have a number of signings and then it would turn out that like all of these people sort of have like different skills and it created you know these weird situations where it's like you know we have like four guards who all kind of do the same thing like either they all play defense or they all play make only or they all are shooters but like you know that never like contrasting skills and now it's like when you look at our guards it's like austin and delo both are, are similar in the sense that they're combo guards but you know austin's more maybe of a playmaker uh or they i guess they both can play make they both can shoot then you contrast that with gabe vincent who is going to be more of a defensive minded guy and you know, do the little things and take open threes, but otherwise not like, you know, you know, look for a shot the same way Austin and D'Lo would. And then like, you, we have the same thing with the forwards. And I feel like now with Hay, uh, with, excuse me, with Wood, he's such a nice contrast with Hayes because Hayes, you get like the big athletic, strong seven footer who is more of a traditional center. And then with Wood, you get a floor spacing big who could really play some four. I mean, he can play some four with AD and and with Hayes. Um, you know, if you're looking at some lineups in the backup four position, like I don't care if you call LeBron a four or a three, but let's just for our purposes of this argument say that like Rui is the starting four and Vando is his backup. Um, we don't know what Vando's shot is going to look like this year, right? So if there are situations where we need to play a bigger front court, it will be it would be very you know, very, very nice to have a guy like Wood out there as an option. He had 38% from three last year. He's an extremely, extremely gifted offensive player. And we, and he's also like, by the way, a really good rebounder. Like he has length Mm -hmm. and he uses that length to get boards. I feel like a problem that our team has had is regardless of whether we have length or not, it's never length that like helps with rebounding for some reason. Like ever since we lost Dwight Howard, we've been a horrific rebounding team or that's what it's felt like. Right. So I just feel like it, it hits on a lot of levels. Like, of course the big caveat is, is he going to like create a whole bunch of issues in the locker room? But Mm -hmm. you know, this team is deep enough. They just made a deep run. He is literally playing for his career at this point, because if he doesn't have a big year, like, like who knows what's going to happen to him. Um, You know, so you don't, he doesn't want to become like the next DeMarcus cousins or something, you know what I mean? So, and obviously there are injuries and stuff there that are different, but like, you don't want to just become one of these bigs 
I guess Andre Drummond even, he gave a speech about this. I don't know if you saw this clip yeah, I did. on Twitter. So it's like, you know, you don't want to become like one of those guys who just becomes such like known for only the negatives. Um, and so I think that all of that stuff sort of plays to our favor. You know, on the one hand, you got the fool me once, fool me twice stuff. On the other hand, you have like, you know, kind of what we saw with Russ with the Clippers. It's like he may have been here pouting and doing his thing, but like once he got traded and that was bought out and the only opportunities he had were with like, you know, to get picked up by a minimum team and probably seeing the horizon with his free agency status, et cetera. Like Russ kind of had to like buckle down and just be like, yeah, sure. You want me to come off the bench? You want me to start? Anything you want me to do? I'll do it. Play defense? I'll do it. You know? And I sort of like, I sort of, you sort of hope that that's what happens with Wood, but obviously that's the risk. Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, Dennis Schroeder is another good example of a guy who went down to the veteran minimum, but played his role to perfection. Now, there's some obvious other differences here because Darvin Ham loved Dennis Schroeder. So Dennis Schroeder, even though he was coming off the bench, got the usage and minutes that he wanted to showcase his skills. But yeah, your point about, you know, Andre Drummond's speech and what Russell Westbrook has done is a good comparison. And even the DeMarcus Cousins thing, you know, it kind of reminds me of that, him taking like $4 million to play with the Warriors. And he was injured for much of that season, but showed some things in the playoffs. And while I think he ended up getting the $4.5 million from us that offseason because of that stint with the Warriors, even though he got injured with us. But anyways... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, I, for the most part, agree with you. The, the politics about whether he starts to eat into Rui's time in production or even Vanderbilt's time in production definitely concern me. But the biggest reason why I'm on board with Christian Wood and something that you haven't mentioned yet is... The simple fact that AD's probably not going to play 82 games. So if AD goes down for, let's say, the customary 15 to 20 games that he's going to go down in in any one season, Christian Wood is the perfect slot-in dude who can take that role, take that usage, and then you can play Rui and Christian Wood together, you know, or Vanderbilt and, and Christian Wood together in that scenario. Obviously, you don't want that scenario to happen, but let's say Christian Wood was out of the picture. If AD goes down, then what are we doing? You know, Jackson Hayes is going to play center, and then I guess that could still work, but having a guy like Christian Wood there who you don't even have to squint that hard to see him approximate what AD does, at least on the offensive end, I think that's his biggest contribution to this team. Now, whether he plays nice and is okay with his role and his minutes fluctuating and toggling back and forth from game to game, I'm not sure. But because of all the all the things that you mentioned, maybe there is a, a chance here that he'll do that. So I do still think we, we need a true big-bodied bruising big eventually because I don't think Wood will help with Nikola Jokic down the line. But in order to stem the tide of an 82-game regular season, I feel like Christian Wood is the best that you could possibly get at this juncture of free agency, right? And oh yeah, the Twitter account at NBA underscore university 
he put out a stat measuring the most efficient screeners in the NBA last season, a minimum of 100 pick-and-roll possessions used, and Dwight Powell was number one in points per possession for the most efficient screeners, how many points you get out of that screen. Dwight Powell was first with 1.47. And then number two was Christian Wood with 1.44 in terms of how many points they get per possession off a Christian Wood screen. So to me, that's pretty encouraging outside of the fact that, you know, he can score for himself off that screen, whether it's popping out, rolling, or whether it sounds like he sets good screens. And obviously, Luka is on the tail end of that, which makes sense of why that points per possession is so high between Dwight Powell and Christian Wood. But on the Lakers team, that's going to be LeBron James on that on the other end, right? LeBron James, Austin Reeves, you know, D'Angelo Russell. So I'm encouraged by those things. And at the very least, he's going to be Fiji water version of Thomas Bryant, who last year had some incredible games for us. People forget this, but he had like a 31.12 rebound game against Portland for us that helped us win that game. Like Christian Wood can do that stuff. Will it Oh yeah. Will it follow the same through line of Christian Wood wanting out like Thomas Bryant did? Probably, but maybe Christian Wood also looks at what happened to Thomas Bryant where he asked out and never got any minutes on the Denver Nuggets, right? So, yeah, any any last thoughts? Yeah. Well, the last thoughts and you kind of hit on this with the 82 game season point, but you know, it it is a long season. Contrasting skills are very important. I like on paper, our roster looks super deep. It's one of the first times in, in several years that we are coming into the season and you can kind of at least see like an eight man playoff rotation already, which is like very rare because this team is like always trying to add people at the last minute. Right. So like, um, you know, all that stuff, super encouraging. But if you and and with the caveat that like you know it is rare that like all five bench players play at the same time you know uh our bench as it currently stands if you assume max christie gets the starting or the backup two guard spot it's going to be gabe vincent max christie torian prince and vanderbilt at at the four other positions those guys are all good players in their own ways and if for whatever reason they all four of them had to play together at the same time, I, whatever, we would figure something out in the offense. But Christian Woods can score as many points as all of those guys combined most nights, right? So, mm-hmm. like, you kind of just to have the option would be nice. To your point, maybe he does demand a trade by like Thomas Bryant at the deadline, or maybe not even demand is a strong word, but maybe like ask for a, a bigger role somewhere if he's not getting like the minutes behind Hayes and we accommodate him, right? But like, Okay, worst case scenario, he bought you 50 games. You know what I mean? I'm not like the thing that makes the Christian Wood at the minimum signing so nice is like you don't even need this guy to be like a rotation player for you in the playoffs. You just need him to help you get through the regular season. And, you know, with in terms of front court scoring, like you can't add a better guy than this at, at this stage of free agency. Yeah, definitely. We'll just see how, you know, a guy like Darvin Ham assuages the or massages the egos in the locker room because for the first time, Tommy, the Lakers went from having a huge guard glut to all of a sudden actually having a forward glut. Multiple forwards, multiple six, seven plus forwards versus multiple six, three plus guys. Yeah, we, we have good problems now, uh, better problems than we had before. So, yeah, there you go. Christian Wood, everybody. Mm-hmm. 